This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Devers Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, hour number three. Joe, what's going on, sir? Three, uh, three quick things for sure. you. Sure. No, you're fine. Take with your time. The, uh, with with uh, Dr. Kelly tomorrow, I talked to my daughter who I, I mentioned had come down with COVID, and you know I asked her how she's all recovered now. Right. And she mentioned that friends of hers in the same town, husband and wife both came down with COVID on the same day. The wife got a prescription for Paxlovid and started taking it on day one. Um, they both recovered on and the same at the you know by the end of the week. Right. And the wife said it was hard. The, the side effects from the Paxlovid were absolutely horrible. And she said, if I had it to do all over again, I wouldn't. And not only that, because the Paxlovid doesn't let your body fight the virus naturally and get the full immunity, you're more likely to come down. And she's yeah, a, she's likely to get it again within the matter of weeks, if not days. Right. Whereas her husband, you know, just fought it yep. through natural immunity. Yep. So uh, that's just another testament to the yep. fact. That's right. Uh, don't do again firsthand. She said, "Paxlovid, the side effects were, were awful, and I didn't recover any quicker." Yeah, interesting. Than my husband. I, yeah, I've so. heard. I've heard. I have not heard the side effect thing. So that's that's interesting. That's that's very that's very good info. Right. Second thing, you know, first they want to take away our stoves, and they want to take away our gas furnaces. Now they want to take away our coffee. Did you see I that saw time? that. I didn't get a chance to talk about that yet. So go for it. Let's do it. Yeah, at the you know every year they have all these people fly into Davos, Switzerland on their private jets to tell us why we need to be driving electric cars and cooking on an electric stove. And one of the the some billionaire banker I, I can quote you his name here for in a second. Um, let's see, his name is uh, Hubert Keller. He's uh, uh, he's a Swiss banker. Uh, the coffee we all drink emits between fifteen and twenty tons of CO2 per ton of coffee. In other words, the, the growing, the harvesting, the roasting, and the uh, eventual brewing of coffee is 15 to 20 tons of CO2 per ton of coffee produced. And I'm guessing so, that this same individual probably hasn't taken into account the plants and trees themselves, the coffee trees or whatever you want to call them. They're trees, basically. Uh, I'm guessing he hasn't taken into account the amount of trees that actually take and help with that. Right. They're actually, they're bushes. And you're right. The green leaves, you know, all green plants consume CO2. They strip out the carbon. Right. And by the way, if anybody's, you know, well, we've all heard, well, you bring plants to people in the hospital because the plants emit oxygen. And the way they do that, they, they, they breathe in CO2. They strip out the carbon. The carbon becomes, you've heard of cellulose or nitrogen. Yeah, they use it. Right. And that becomes the fiber. Right. This is the, the carbon 
becomes part of the fiber. Aids the plant in its growth. Growth, right. So as the plant grows, that fiber becomes trapped or entrained in the structure. Kind of cool how that works, actually. It really is. And then the plant exhales, if you will, oxygen. So he's ignoring the oxygen admitted by all those plants. uh, I guarantee that's not in the equation, Joe. You get that right. Guarantee it's not an equation. Now, you want to move on to politics? You must be a tea drinker, by the way. <laughs> must be a tea drinker. <laughs> Just, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. I was going to talk politics anyway, so go for it. January 6th committee. Now, obviously, the January 6th committee, when it was first uh, went in, the Democrats controlled the House. Therefore, they got to appoint all the committee heads. Well, on January 5th, when the new Republican Congress was sworn in, January 5th of 2020, or maybe it's January 6th of 2022, they then got to appoint all the committee heads, mm-hmm. and they asked the head of the January the, the January sixth committee for all of the documents that they had created, developed, uh, right? Whatever internal communications between committee members, and they were required by House rules to turn it over to the new committee head, which is now Republican. Well, there were four terabytes of data, only two. They only sent over two terabytes. That's a lot of information missing. I have no idea what a terabyte is. A lot. It's a thousand gigabytes. Yeah, it's a lot. Anyway, so they said, where the hell is it? Well, uh, it's gone. And what they did is not only did they delete it, it's 117 files comprising two terabytes of information. But before they deleted it, they encrypted every single file so that if anybody was able to recover it... They still can't get to it. They still couldn't read it because yep. the recovered files would be encrypted. Well, guess what? The Republicans have hired a computer, and they actually were able to find and recover the 117 files, but they're all encrypted. And now they're saying, okay, where's the password? We won't give you the password. So the question is, number one, it's blatant violation yep. of House rules. Yep. Uh, my question is, what could they possibly be hiding... My guess, fe- my gut feeling, Joe, is they're hiding things that would not incriminate or prove, you know, prove innocence for a lot of the people that they've actually apprehended, and a lot of this would just go away, including the trial against President Trump. That's my yeah, thought. Yeah, I would imagine there's probably emails between themselves saying that this is really a nothing burger. We have to make it look like something, and I'm, I'm sure that's that and in all sorts of probably other could even be. You know, video evidence, things along those lines, Joe. I mean, again, we, we don't know because they won't share it. Right. But, and, but here's the big question. This ought to be big news. Yes. Did you see this on the evening No, news? no, no, no. You're not going to see this anywhere. You're not going to see this. So the, the question doesn't fit is, their mantra. Well, so why is the media, other than Fox, why CBS, NBC, ABC, MSNBC, why hasn't the public heard a word about what I consider this to be a massive cover-up? Because in that particular case, Joe, this is the one instance where, and there's not a lot that helped Trump at the end of the day, because a lot of people just have their head buried in the sand, just like what's going on in New York. They have no idea what's even going on there, what the outcome would be, and how it could even affect them on an individual basis. They're so clueless, they have no idea how that works. But in this particular case, if this were to come out that they actually hid a bunch of things that would have either shown his innocence or anybody else's for that matter, yeah, that's a game changer, Joe. Right, not only his innocence, uh, or even to the extent where they admitted privately amongst themselves, yeah, this really wasn't an insurrection, but we're going to try to make it look like one. Right. You know, well, well this- for example, there's some, there's some scuttlebutt out there. In fact, our very own Craig Silverman here in Denver, who's an absolute knucklehead, by the way, he's claiming that the, uh, that the judge here 
in in Colorado that you know ruled in favor of uh, him not being on the ballot. That basically uh, a Cash Patel should be charged for uh, for perjury. That he perjures her perjured himself by claiming that Trump actually called out, the, you know, offered the National Guard. There's no literal proof of that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Joe, what if that's in these documents that they've now got sealed up? Yep, exactly. It's another great example of where, you know, sorry, Craig, uh, you're probably wrong. Uh, just because there's no proof doesn't mean there isn't proof. What if the proof is in these locked, you know, in these locked files that are now encrypted they won't give the uh, password for? In a criminal a criminal case, that would be called exculpatory evidence. Correct. And, and by uh, the way, Craig Silverman, being an attorney here in Denver, knows better. He's just such a bleeding heart liberal; he doesn't know any better. He can't get over himself. No, you're right. So it's just anyway. Uh, and I I hope between now and election day, uh, they're able to extract the passwords and access these encrypted files because I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff in there, including the fact that they probably admitted unto themselves that this wasn't really an insurrection, which we both know. By the way, I'm sure that three-quarters of the people who entered the building that day all owned weapons, yet not a single one of them brought a firearm into the building that day. So, what- And for everybody listening to and Joe, I think you feel the same way I do. Had I been there that day, would I have entered the Capitol? Absolutely, positively not. No. I, no matter what was going on, I would not have got caught up in that. Now, Joe, I also know that a lot of people did, kind of became a tour of sorts. In fact, there's stories out there that even some of the police officers were, you know, leading people around sort of like a tour guide and all of that. I get it. I understand that. I still would not have done that. In fact, I would have preferred all the people there that day didn't do that because we wouldn't be here today talking about this, Joe. But on the same token, was it an insurrection? Absolutely not. Right. And, and, and you're right, John. There's videos of people, you know, there's like three Capitol Hill police officers there. People are, and they're at, one of them's actually pointing down the hall. I don't know what he's pointing to. Apparently, somebody like they're showing directions. Giving directions to these people who are calmly walking down the hall. Correct. And, you know, there's three Capitol officers standing there calmly. I mean, you de- you definitely don't see the rush of people. You know, when you think insurrection, you think, you know, tons and tons and tons of people rushing into the Capitol, destroying property. Yeah, there were some things that happened that shouldn't have. I get that. And that's the knuckleheads that got in. You know, all this conversation about the cops being beaten on the outside that the left want to continue to use, Joe. The reality is, it, 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 you know, should it have happened? No, it did. Was it that big of a deal? No, it wasn't. Yes. Uh, yeah. They've made it into. They've made a mountain out of a molehill. Let's say it that way. And I suspect, John, that in in uh, part of that two terabytes of information, there's probably communications between themselves where they're admitting that and they're saying, "But how yep. do we blow this?" I'm up? sure you're right on that as well. Yeah, and, that and that would it, not shock me, Joe. Not at and all. Make it look like something yep. isn't. John, on a different topic, you know, I sent you that uh, 90 second clip of Biden trying to answer a reporter's question. That's yeah, sad, that, actually. That, I'm sorry. It's sad, actually. It is sad, but you think maybe you'd have Charlie cue that up later on and maybe play it before the night's over? I could probably do that. In fact, I can do that as soon as I come back. Yeah, because I, I just think you're – because most people won't hear it. But for those who want to hear it, it, a reporter asked Biden a very simple question. Yep. And for the next 90 seconds, he's stumbling around. He's wandering. He's taking these long pauses. You think the video is frozen. It's not. It's Biden trying to come up with his next words, and he does this two or three times like it's – like the computer's freezing while he's trying to come up with the right word. It's really yeah, really, crazy. really struggling. So, no, I'll, I'll do my best to find that. I, I, I know you sent it to me so I can find that and get it played. That's not that big of a deal. Yep. Okay. All right. And I'll do that's it. it. All right. No, nope, right, you're good. Joe, thank you very much as always. I appreciate it. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Flesh Law is next. Civil, criminal. Speaking of all of the criminal things we were just talking about a moment ago, Flesh Law. Give him a call today, 303-806-8886.
Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. Can our home transitions take the stress out of buying and selling a home today? Find them at klzradio.com. worried about your parents living in that house as they get older. So now you really need Catherine and Robin of K&R Home Transitions by your side. Kat and Robin are passionate about helping adult children and their parents as they both had to painfully go through the process with their own parents. Kat and Robin can assist you as much or as little as you need, and they will partner with you to sell the house for the highest price possible in the shortest time. Whether it's estate sales, open houses, cleaning and decluttering, photos and marketing, probate and paperwork, or transitioning to living in a multi-generational home, whew, that's way too much work for one person. Kat and Robin are senior real estate specialists, certified living in place professionals, chartered advisors for senior living, and certified home stagers among their many certifications. Visit klzradio.com home to see their work and schedule a no-strings-attached free consultation with Kat and Robin. Level Engineering, is solar right for you? The only person that can answer that is Alan Davis, not the guy in the booth as you're walking out of Costco, but Level Engineering, Alan Davis. Call him today. Find him at klzradio.com. Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money. But the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. All right, Genesis 1-3, electric. And if you've got a problem with your electricity in your house, switches, breakers, panels, you name it, or you just want to do an upgrade, they can do all of that for you. Genesis 1-3, electric, klzradio.com. Genesis 1-3 Electrical considers you family. Maintaining this focus is what has made them Denver's leading electrical company. Dustin Fulton, owner at Genesis 1-3 Electric, has a large family and teaches them the value of sticking together in business as well as in life. 
Jaden Fulton, Dustin's daughter, spearheads all of the company's marketing efforts and helps manage the office. Jaden says that it's been wonderful watching her father build a quality business that treats employees and clients the right way. Jaden takes pride in the way that employees are treated like family, too. Dustin never wants his family to see him doing business anyway, but in full honesty, love, and fairness. And this is carried over to their customers as well. When you have work done by Genesis 1-3, they treat you with integrity and Christian values. Find out what a difference family makes for your next electrical need and contact Genesis 1-3 Electric at klzradio.com light and let there be light. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we're back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. I do have that little clip that Joe wanted me to play a moment ago. So, Charlie, here we go. You started your remarks here today by saying it was good news today with the economic report. Why do you think most people still don't feel positive or feel good news about the economy? Well, first of all, you just heard the news today, too. They haven't heard it. I think the people, those 300-plus thousand people who got jobs feel better about the economy. Look, i got to choose my words here. You all are not the happiest people in the world. What's your report? And I mean it sincerely. It gets a more little, you get more legs when you're reporting something that's negative. I don't mean, I don't mean you're picking on me, or I'm just the nature of things. You turn on the television, and there's not a whole lot about boy saves dog as he swims in the lake, you know, to say, you know, it's about, you know, somebody pushed the dog in the lake. I mean, I, I, I get it, but if you just listen to what's going on around the world, there's reason for people to be concerned. Yeah, there's big reasons to be concerned because you're speaking in front of a podium. Okay, what does dog, water, kids swimming have to do with the economy? To me, it would have been an easy answer. He could have rolled off the tongue with several different things. By the way, his handler should have had him prep for some of those things as to, yep, we had good numbers today on the economy. Here's why, blah, 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 blah. End of discussion. Instead, he's got some roundabout way of going after the press because they're negative when, in fact, she didn't really sound negative. She was just saying, is it really like, you know, why is it that some people don't feel they're doing that well? Because the answer is they're not. <laughs> I mean, this isn't rocket science. All right. In other news, I'm not really going to get much into the New Hampshire primary results because there's really no need to because you've all seen it. The real question is, when is Nikki Haley dropping? She doesn't have a snowball's chance of winning. Why she hasn't dropped yet is beyond me. We talked a little bit about this on the National Crawford Roundtable this morning. We had some lively discussions because everybody but me feels like we need a female VP pick. I I don't feel that way. And the other guys can think what they want. They're wrong. That's okay. They can think that way. Love them dearly anyways, but they're wrong. Bob included. Bob and Roger today. It was me, Roger, and... Me, Roger, Bob, today, Neil was not able to join us, but, I mean, love those guys, but no, we don't have to have a female to win in November. We need somebody, as I've said, and Andy's even said, that can come alongside Trump and really 
sort of be cleanup man for him because he's going to make messes and somebody needs to be able to clean that up. If it's a woman, great. Uh, it's not going to be Nikki Haley, I don't think, at this point, because she's going to stay in the race a little longer. And here's the problem Nikki's not looking at. If she continues down this path and doesn't drop in the near future, she's done politically. She's done. I don't care what she does. Unless Trump somehow revives her and puts him on his ticket, which the longer she goes, I think the less chance of there is that happens. I, I don't see any political future for her. And in a way, her ego's getting in her way. Now, it could be her ego. It could be also all of her big-time donors, some of them being Democrats, that are pushing her forward. That I don't know. But if she continues down this path, she's liable to end her career, which isn't very smart on her part, by the way. I really don't know what she's doing. She should have dropped by now. John, what's going on? Cheyenne. Uh, how are you? Good. <laughs> um, that, that clip was hilarious because, you know, you're seeing people like that. They're usually in like nursing homes and stuff. I know, wandering around, and I talking know. to the wall. I know. But the Obama sycophants that are actually running the country are not going to let him drop out until it, they say it's time. That's true. And I, huh? That's true. And I, I still think that they're going to choose who's going to step in, or they're going to make sure that if they get like a Newsom or a Polis that they're going to get, you know, they're going to do exactly what they're told, what Obama tells them to do. Yeah, and and speaking of Polis, he continues to make some headlines. He made another one today uh, in that he actually took a prominent Republican off of one of the committees, which typically you would not do, but he did that today. So, again, it's another move by Polis in that direction. Oh, you mean— Democrat? No, he took. He, no, sorry. Yeah, he took a Democrat and made it a Republican majority. Sorry, I didn't yeah. say that correctly. Yeah, he removed. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he removed a Democrat board member from the board that blocked the Douglas County's property tax cut. Replaced him with a Republican, therefore making it a Republican majority. Again, this is a move Jared made. Jared Polis made to again yeah. get him closer to the finish line as president. You, you can hate his policy. But he's a good politician. Yeah, no, and this this is, again, he is playing to the sides where he knows he's going to have to get some votes from someday. That's exactly what he did today. I think, just my opinion, two more weeks, Nikki has to lose in her home state, and then she'll drop out. Why That's would you want to go through that embarrassment? Because she's going to. Because she's still thinking... And the people that are shoveling a ton of money into her are telling her, just wait. You win a state, you'll take off. But she has to win a state. Uh, um, I guess the, I guess next Tuesday there's, or in a couple weeks, there's South Carolina, the Nevada caucuses. Let's see. She's trying to say that she's going to win a state. I don't Yeah, but, yeah Bob thinks she'll stay in it for a month and what I said this morning on the round table that we recorded is she stays a month, she's done politically. Yeah, Super Tuesday is what Bob's saying. She'll yeah, stay in through and she Super and Tuesday. she's and she waits that long. I mean again, she's going to ruin herself and never have a chance politically speaking moving forward. Cuz we know what Agreed. happens to politicians that do this, John. She'll she'll never be on stage again. She's dumb for doing this. Right. I'm going to throw out a name at a left field as a VP candidate because 
if you remember historical wise, we weren't neither of us was born when it happened, but we've read history. The reason Kennedy picked LBJ is because LBJ could deliver Texas. Right. And he needed that. Why wouldn't Trump pick a, a Scott Walker who could possibly, probably deliver Wisconsin, which he lost the last time? I I don't know. That's a long shot. Yeah, it is a long shot. Yeah, and I do th- I do I do feel this. And the guys today said it. Um, they said it's yeah. got, either got to be a minority or a woman. And I was saying, well, you know, Vivek is Why? a minority, guys. Well, I guess maybe you don't understand no, who Vivek yeah. who Vivek is. But I agree with them on that, John. It'll either have to be a woman or a minority. Okay. What about Tim Scott from South Carolina? Nah, I, I, no offense. I just don't think Tim – and I like Tim. He's just not sharp enough on the campaign trail. Sorry. He, he's not quick enough on you his don't... feet to do that. Okay. So, you yeah, good. Yeah, he's well, better off in he's he's better off as a senator, by the way, and leaving you know helping us out there overall. And and he's not quick enough on his feet to do that, by the way. Yeah. And when I said the same thing today, somebody at work said Ted Cruz, and I said no, Ted Cruz needs to. Stay yeah, and Ted's you know Ted's a guy. He's smart enough, and he's definitely quick on his oh. feet and enough to do. We need him in the Senate, though. We 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 don't want to screw that up. Right. I excuse me. If anything, if Trump gets reelected. And and Thomas steps down. I could see him putting Cruz in that position. Yeah, I don't know. I, I no. And again, I think the problem that you've got on that situation is two old white guys. No, that's not a good combo either. No, no, not what I'm saying is if Clarence Thomas steps down. Oh, if Clarence, yeah, he's not Trump. stepping down. That's not going to happen either. That ain't happening. No, no. Clarence Thomas was said, quoted in an interview, if. Trump gets reelected, he would consider retiring because he's been on the court. Well, he, well, yeah, and and that would be that would be the proper move because that would be the time to make right. that move and not wait and you know not make the same mistakes the Dem made by the Dems made by the way no. when when it came to Ginsburg. Exactly, she she, she should have stepped down would. during the Obama tenure. Right, and they would have gotten that seat. That's the right. They screwed up, years, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah. If if Trump gets reelected, I could easily see Clarence doing that. Yeah, and that would be the right move, by the way. And then, could you see Ted Cruz get getting nominated for that? I seat? could see that. Yeah, and I, and he would be a good choice, by yeah. the way. Yeah, and he was a solicitor general. He, he's a lawyer. He's no, he, know, no. He would be very right smart at that. that. He 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 would do very well yeah. there. That would be a really good pick. Yeah. Now it would it would hurt us. Yeah. Potentially in the Senate, but I think his seat's you know replaceable pretty easily. Yeah, well, remember, as long as you have a Republican governor in Texas, he gets to appoint the replacement. That's right. So we, yeah, we know we we. But so, but again, you got to make sure that person's still reelectable as well, John. Which sometimes I don't think we think all the way through. And as long as we thought that through yeah. well enough, yeah, that's a, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that, so, that's the other thing I don't know. Then I talked about this with Andy yesterday. I don't know that Trump's really thinking. He's got to get his ego aside and be thinking long term right. play here for us as conservatives. Whoever he picks for VP, if it's a good, solid, really good choice, that person easily could win the two terms after Trump's done. And he's got to be thinking that way. And I hate to tell you right now, I don't think he mm-hmm. is. No, he all Trump is thinking about is getting reelected. And I hate to say this because I voted for him twice and I'm going to vote for him again. If he wants some revenge on some of these people. That's exactly what he wants. But he's got to be thinking long game and who's going to be here after I'm gone. Right. And he's not. I, no, he's thinking I got to win this so I can get my reputation and prove these people did me wrong. Right. 
And that's not what he needs to do. I understand he needs to clean up government, and I'm 100% behind that, and uh, start with the FBI, clean out that, you know, headquarters. Yep. But I'm in for that. He can't, he can't go, you know, total vengeance. Because it's just going to affect everything. No, that we have. I mean that's why even Scripture's clear: "Vengeance is mine," says the yeah. Lord. No, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. it doesn't help you in your own personal life by being a vengeful individual. No, because it just all it does is make you bitter. It eats away at you. That's exactly right, John. It's not. A, it's not yeah. healthy. It's not healthy. No, but there's. And this is what scares me. I don't know who's advising Trump, but it's not the right people. No, it's not. No, and that's the problem Trump's had now for, I believe, about five years. He hasn't had the right—and I say five years because this happened even during his presidency. He's ended up with a bunch mm-hmm. of yes-men around him, and that's not the way this works. That doesn't help you become a better person. Yeah, and people like um, who got him elected, Kelly Conway, and she got him elected, which she is did. perfect because she'd, pull, she'd pull, pull him back. But I don't think she wants to go back into politics. She's making no, the money. She's done. You know, yeah, she's not going to do that. But he needs head. somebody like that around him right now, and I don't see yeah. that. I don't either. So I don't know. It should be an interesting next date. Oh, month. I what will. Think, John? I will. John, <laughs> thanks, man. Appreciate you about. always. Have hey. a great evening. Uh, High Five Plumbing is next. 877 We High Five. High Five Plumbing takes water quality seriously and has what it takes to bring clean, safe, and high-quality water to your home. Bad water in your home affects more than just taste. Those costly hair and skin products go right down the drain if you have hard water, pollutants, or chemical imbalances. Water quality experts may make your water taste good, but because they're only treating the symptoms of your water instead of the cause, you'll continue paying them every month for the taste of your water. High Fives plumbers can hunt down root issues, so treating your water with chemicals isn't always necessary. Clean water means your clothes will be brighter, your hair will be softer, and you'll stop cleaning stubborn water spots off mirrors and dishes. To find out all the ways that clean water can make you safer and healthier, just contact High Five Plumbing at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Clog my toilet one too many times. I'll call High Five for this. Call High Five for this. All right, Ridsline Auto Brokers, two locations. Uh, one will be ready here about the uh, first or first week or so of February and they'll have a second location up in Fort Collins for you then. In the meantime, Ridgeline Auto Brokers is the place to go. It's RidgelineAutoBrokers.com, a location right now in Boulder. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. 
Bridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Were you shocked like I was to find out that the radical left has been targeting elementary age kids with their ideology for decades? They have been sowing gender confusion, communist thought, and their woke agenda with amazing success. Finally, there's something you can do. Join the counteroffensive. Everything counts. Hi, my name is Tom Lozano, and I'm the director of a children's ministry designed to bring God's truth to kids with fun and laughter. For 30 years, I've been entertaining kids and sharing the gospel with puppets and object lessons designed to build faith in a biblical worldview. How can you help? Help us reach the next generation. You may want to be part of our team. We're looking for Christians who have a desire to reach kids for Jesus. We have needs for upfront presenters, as well as boots-on-the-ground workers and prayer warriors. And don't forget the marketers and admin people. Go to our link on klzradio.com children to learn more. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Scott Garlish joining us now. Scott, welcome. How are you, sir? Hey, John, I'm well. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. What's the best way folks can get a hold of you? Sure. Uh, best way to get a hold of me, uh, go to Twitter. It's cscottgarlish. Check everything out there. Also, yeah, marketwise.com. Um, come there and check out all the stuff we've written on financial markets, uh, stock picks, free stuff, paid stuff. We're there to help a little guy. All right. So, uh Let's talk stock market, especially when it comes to some of the technology ends of things. Give us an update. Sure, yeah. So one of the big things that powered the market higher last year were tech stocks. Right. Uh, in particular, I'm sure you've heard of the Magnificent Seven. They include Google, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, NVIDIA. Right. Um, so they were a big driver. Now, what people don't really talk about is, you know, the rest of the stocks gained 10%, but... Still, it was, it was tech stocks that, that powered the market higher. And the reason that, one of the big reasons, one of the big drivers was the potential for artificial intelligence. Now, I don't, you tell me, I mean, how much of that are you seeing in the car world? A lot? A little? Uh, explain again. What do you mean? What, do, what am I seeing there? What, artificial intelligence? No. When it comes to the uh, we're seeing, let me see if I can explain this correctly. When it comes to some of the operations that some of the, the shops and things are doing along those lines, even dealerships, et cetera, I think even some of the sales, you're starting to see a little bit more encroach on that. When it comes to the actual, and I don't know this end of it, but the manufacturing production of and so on, I think very little. But when it comes to the support side of it, I think you're seeing more and more, yes. Self-driving, okay. yeah, I get you. Thank you, Charlie. Right. I hadn't thought about that. So, yeah, some of the self-driving and the AI that's associated with that, Scott, the, you know, the ADOS ends of things where, you know, the car on a, le- on a certain level will drive itself. Yeah, I think we're seeing it that way, yes. Okay, cool. So it, it's, it's powering advances. Correct. What we're seeing there you go. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good way to say it. So, and we're, we're starting to see similar things. So last year it was all about, hey, there's a potential for that. You usually go up, like self 
driving software in cars probably makes a car a bit more expensive, and it probably has better margins associated with it as well. Um, so what we're seeing with AI and the, and the high-end semiconductor chips that are used in AI, they're really expensive and they have high margins. But they've pushed valuations for the group up, and this has made the, sort of the stock market naysayers argue that the stock market is too expensive. And the poster child for this has been shares of semiconductor designer NVIDIA. They make things called uh, GPUs or graphic processing units, that they're the high-end chips that power artificial intelligence. So now it's moved from sort of concept, hey, this is a great idea phase, to NVIDIA is seeing incredible demand for these chips, and that's starting to show up in NVIDIA's earnings. So over the last year, we've watched NVIDIA shares go up 234%. They were around 100 bucks in December 32. I'm sorry, December 22. Okay. And they're ne- they're now uh, I believe they're close to $600. Wow. Um, huge. No, that yeah, that, that, that can't be quite right, but it's it's uh, that my percentage might be off in terms of the, the rally, but yeah, it, it's but so the stock is up big Hundreds percent. Yeah, so, I, somebody texted me a moment ago and said Nancy Pelosi made five hundred thousand on that. So you're probably not far off. No, no, that that is correct, and uh, yes, she has. But so uh, when we start digging a little bit deeper and we look at what's going on here, the last three years revenue has risen almost threefold from eleven billion to twenty-seven billion, uh, and EPS has gone from twenty-six cents to twenty-four cents. Well, next year. Uh, or, or this coming year, fiscal year 24, when it ends, they're expected to make $59 billion in revenue, right? So that's wow. a, almost six times jump in four years. And that EPS is supposed to go up to, I believe, it's about $758. So that was $0.26 cents in 2020, up to about 8 bucks in, uh, in 2024. So what that has done... It has dropped the price to earnings multiple and the forward price to earnings multiple in the stock. So, despite the fact that the stock's gone from 100 to about $600, it's actually the cheapest level it's been in five years. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, again, so these guys are making huge margin and huge profits. And so, that's even though the stock price is going up, it's making it cheaper because. You know, think about if you're buying, if something costs $5 and it's times a multiple of a 20, 20 cents right. versus times a multiple of $2, that's the multiple is much lower $2 and much higher 20 cents, right? Right, right, right. I get it. Makes sense. I never would have thought of that. That makes total sense. Yes, I get it. So, and, and that's a big deal for the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ because as these this group of stocks, the Magnificent Seven, these big cap tech names, have gone up. They become a bigger and bigger part of those indices. And on top of that, as they earn more money and their profits go up because of this, they become a bigger and bigger driver of earnings for the overall index. So as we see them make more money and sort of their AI ambitions really start to come to fruition, that is going to drive the earnings up for these indexes that people are complaining at high prices, and it will drive the earnings multiples down. Does that make sense? Yep, that makes sense. I get it. Yes, it does. So, so, so what that will, what we'll see in the process is stock markets that may look expensive on right now multiples 
start to become really cheap on the multiples when we're looking out. Okay. So if we want to be sort of a great investor, we need to, and as a retail investor, we need to think like a money manager does. And what a money manager is always trying to do is think about where things are headed 10 to 12 months from now. Mm -hmm. And if we think AI is really going to take off, and we think it's going to power earnings for a lot of these big tech companies much higher, like NVIDIA going from, where is it now, around 225 to say 750 by the end of this coming year, mm. this is a good time to, yeah. to be to be buying the stock market because yeah. the earnings multiple in the market is going to drop just like it's done for these big tech stocks. Yeah, no, I, now, everything you're saying makes total sense. And, and I do think that given the state of industry and even what I read on you know, it's got a daily basis when it comes to AI and where it's going. I don't know there's a lot of people that don't particularly care for AI, but you could not care for it. It doesn't make any difference as to where it goes. It's here. It's going to stay. Will it go through some growing pains? Of course. Uh, as long as you know, the biggest fear that I think AI has right now, and it's a fear that even I have, is as long as government doesn't overregulate it, it will take off. I, I would agree with that. That's the um, biggest issue. And yet- if you look at what a lot of, so every year, the World Economic Forum just happened like a week or two ago in Davos, Switzerland. Right. There are a lot, of, a lot of CEOs, a lot of world leaders gather there. But what a lot of the CEOs had to say, especially the big bank CEOs, are like, we are going to employ AI everywhere we can use it because it's going to make our margins better and it's going to make more profits for us. So there's going to be lots of demand for this stuff. You know, and then so when I when I start to look at some of the other big cap tech companies and think, you know, not just the market, the couple that are appealing to me are Amazon, and the reason why is Amazon AWS, which is their yep. uh, data hosting their servers. And web yep. services. That's what really makes all the money at Amazon. Amazon was not a profitable company from an EPS standpoint until AWS happened. So all that AI knowledge that's needed. The data has to be stored somewhere, right? That's like true. A self-driving car. That's true. And it, so, AWS dominates web hosting. It's like a third. Yeah, and, and to your market. point, and most people don't realize this: seventy percent. I didn't know it was this high. Even seventy percent of Amazon's profit comes from AWS. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Seventy. You take a- Scott. That's huge. If you, take, if you take AWS away, they would have been. Uh, they, I believe they would have negative operating revenue numbers. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that they make it if you pull that away. That's correct. So, you know, Amazon, to me, again, it looks, uh, I wish I could show people these charts, but on a, you know, a blended forward, you know, the forward multiple, price to earnings multiple, Amazon is at the low end of the range over the last five years. Mm-hmm. You know, and another one that, that is very interesting, mm. who's trying to gain more uh whatever, trying to gain more capacity, so to speak, in the, the web services space, the web hosting, is Google. Right. I mean, besides being such a great search engine, Google's sort of at, now, that's not as cheap as NVIDIA and Amazon on the forward multiple, but it's still on the low side of the range. So Google's another one uh, that could really benefit from us, from this. And these guys, so both of these companies, I believe, report earnings next week, and then NVIDIA in a couple weeks, so we'll want to keep an eye out because if AI is powering things for NVIDIA or it's powering things for Google and Amazon, the way it's powering earnings for NVIDIA, that tells me that these names are probably cheap. Yeah. Profits are going to go up 
and that's going to drive the stock market even higher. Can't argue that. Okay, before I let you go, Fed meeting, is it next week? Next week, yeah, next Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, next Tuesday, Wednesday, so we'll discuss some of that, I guess, uh, next Thursday and kind of see what the what the uh, outcome is. What are your predictions, real quick? Yeah, so I don't think they're going to do anything from uh, interest rate standpoint this time around, but what I do think they're going to talk about uh, lowering or running, stopping the runoff of the balance sheet, and that's going to support the bond market and drive yields lower. Okay. So I think that's going to be that's going to be the big thing we're going to want to look for coming out of this meeting. Uh, and I think I, I agree with you. I don't think they'll do anything when it comes to rates. The messaging is where things are going to be with the next meeting and what they say, which, as you know, has a lot to do with where things move even forward when it comes to the rates themselves. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. They're going to message. They're going to do that in a way that I feel sort of leans toward, yeah, the economy's not doing as great as we think it is. Parts of it are. Parts of it aren't. Uh, reality is we may have to give you know a little bit of a jump start here in the not-too-distant future. They won't say it exactly that way, but that'll be the message. So one thing I, I would tell you about this I thought was super interesting that happened yesterday. James Bullard, he was the head of the St. Louis Federal Reserve for a long time. He left this past year to go be the economics chair at a university. He was the most prescient of all of the Fed governors. He called for the rate rate hikes tightening back in mid-21 because inflation, he said, it's going to get out of control. He's been a hawk this whole time, meaning he's been in favor of tightening rates even after he left. He kept saying it. came out yesterday and said the Fed needs to start cutting interest rates, and they, they could start as soon as March. Okay. I don't think that's – by the way, I think that's right in line with what you and I have been talking about. Totally. So I, I, can't, I can't argue that one at all. So. Yeah, and it's a, that's a big change for, for that guy. I agree. All right, Scott, as always, appreciate you. We'll talk next week and see what they actually do. Look forward to it, man. All Thank right, you. man, have a great one. We appreciate it very much. That's Scott Garless again. His Twitter handle, you can find him there. You can even send him messages there, by the way. It's at C. Scott Garless, and that's two T's uh, on Scott, which usually is, but in his case it definitely is two T's, two S's, Scott Garless. And uh, affordable interest mortgages next. Speaking of rates, what are they going to do? Where are they headed? What are mortgages going to do, mortgage rates going to do? Kurt Rogers keeps a good handle on that. Call and ask, 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments. Pay off your debt and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Home of the original Asset Manager Loan, where you pay less interest and own your home faster, pay off your debt and save six to 900 a month, have access to your equity for 30 years. Call 720-895-0500 now. We listen and promise to do our best for you. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. 720-895-0500. Over 20 years of low rates, outstanding service, and number one at putting you first. Let us show you how our experience saves you money. 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Golden Eagle Financial, speaking of all the things we just went through with Scott Garlish, you can call Al Smith directly, sit down face-to-face, and he can guide you through 
a lot of your financial future that way. 303-744-1128. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial can develop a solid, cohesive retirement strategy that makes sense in the context of your very specific needs. You've been making moves toward retirement your whole life and likely have assets in different places. Al can simplify it for you. Having a simple retirement plan and a single point of contact means when you're gone, your family won't have to guess where your assets are. It means your children won't find out in 20 years that you had funds in probate that they could have used. Having a solid plan and an agent to manage it means you can take advantage of financial products with high return and modest risk. And most importantly, it means that someone will be on your side when you can't make those decisions on your own. Give Al a call today for a free consultation and get started on your retirement strategy by going to klzradio.com money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, don't forget, if you're looking to upgrade your furnace, they've got 25-month financing, and they can do that on the AC side as well. Give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Ream Pro Partners Cub Creek Heating and AC are serious about keeping you safe from poisons like carbon monoxide. Your furnace creates carbon monoxide and over the years can develop leaks and cracks that put your family in danger. The worst part? You probably won't know because carbon monoxide is colorless, odorless, and undetectable without special detectors that Cub Creek will give you for free. Carbon monoxide poisoning can cause nervous system issues, chronic illness, and even death. That's why Cub Creek is giving you a free carbon monoxide detector just for having them over to service your furnace. You might already have detectors on your smoke alarms, but those are on the ceiling, and carbon monoxide gas is heavier than air so typically it doesn't go anywhere near your ceiling. Cub Creek has openings available now, so go to klzradio.com slash HVAC to schedule and get your free detector today. All right, Veteran Windows and Doors, as we went through that cold spell, and I've had several of you asking, hey, will they do such and such? You know, always just ask our sponsors, Dave especially. He'd love to chat, meet, talk on the phone, you name it. Right now, 45% off entry doors, 40% off windows. Give them a call today, 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors simplifies and streamlines your new window installation. They will alleviate the scheduling issues of a multi-window installation by completing the entire process for you typically within two days. And veteran windows and doors follow stricter installation guidelines than what is required in the industry because that is their business model. To do right by you, the customer, veteran makes sure every window is properly flashed, insulated, and sealed so you can be 100% confident in a job done right every time. Veterans Crew consists of vetted, trusted, and insured technicians, so you know you will always be in good hands. They also offer a five-year installation guarantee. This month, they will take 40% off both product and installation when you buy eight or more windows. Start saving today by going to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. 
All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Devers Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, for the rest of the week, uh, tomorrow I will not be here tomorrow through the weekend. So those of you listening might hear a – you'll hear the best of, by the way, Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House tomorrow, which is always great. Picked uh, some last great shows, and you'll hear them tomorrow. And then, of course, Andy will be back here on Friday doing movies and NFL picks and all of that like normal. Saturday I will not be here either. We'll do a best of show on Saturday because I will be at the Barrett-Jackson auction and no, I'm not a buyer. I will be there as media, just observing, looking, what are things selling for, uh, all of that, which, you know, going back to Scott Garlis a moment ago, uh, I also look at as a gauge of what's going to happen economically in the following year. And some of you may think, what is a car action, you know, what's a car auction and the action there have to do with the economy? Actually, more than you would think, because at that auction, there is everybody from Somebody that just wants to go and experience it, people that live in Arizona or they travel to to actually see it, to the big money spenders, to the guys in between. And I'll be honest, the amount of of interest in certain automobiles, the prices that they bring, the activity, the bidding floor itself, all of those things are indicators as to what people are doing when it comes to spending money. All the way from the ultra-rich that fly in and their own private jet to buy a car to everybody down to the person, and yes, these cars are there, buying a five to $10,000 car, and it could be any, any type of car. They're not all million-dollar cars that are there. So you do get a really good opportunity to see what's going on, what are people doing, what's, the, what's in the air, I guess would be the best way to say that, the feeling that's there. And yes, I'll bring that back and report on that. And to me, that does have a lot to do with what's going on. And there's also a lot that has to do with politics that's there, and it'll be interesting just to sort of be a fly on the wall and listen to all the different things that get talked about in regards to that, because believe it or not, people do talk about those things, and you get a chance to hear all of that as well. So it's a good gathering. I'll, uh, I'll be happy to bring some things back, be looking at our social media and even the website for different pictures and things along those lines. But I will see you all next Monday. Have a great rest of your week. And this is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.